Hi, you're listening to the I Don't Know, Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your coach, Karen, and you're listening to episode 11, Difficult People. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. Today we wanted to talk about difficult people because no matter who we are or where we are, we're always going to have to deal with people that we struggle to get along with. So I thought I would bring my mom in and we would talk about how to deal with difficult people. And the first question I have for you, mom, is why do difficult people exist? (laughs) And why do we have to deal with them? (laughs) Why? How do we make them go away? Yes, exactly. Okay, good. This is exactly what I want to teach. (laughs) No, but really on some little bit of a level, I can show you how you can make it go away. Okay. Okay. Um, Because when we are dealing, dealing with a difficult person, usually we're dealing with the situation with our survival brain. Okay. Okay. So let me just kind of show you what that looks like. Okay. Okay. So when, when we see somebody's behavior as being difficult, the first thing our survival brain does is label it difficult. It's like, think about me just taking a yellow sticky tab and sticking it on your forehead. Forehead is like difficult or hard or toxic, right? Mm-hmm. We label someone. And what we don't understand about our, how our brains work is the second we do that, we now have confirmation bias. And that is where we only find evidence for what we just decided. Okay. So this person's difficult. I've labeled it, and now my brain will only let me see how they're difficult. It will not let me see any evidence that um, contradicts that belief, okay? okay? So that's number one. That's what happens when we label. And, and again, we talked about labels in, in our other episode about bullying ourselves, right? The second we label ourselves, then we, we play it out, right? And right. it's the same thing with other people. We label them, then we, that's all we're going to see. Okay. And then what happens is our brain takes that word difficult, right? And what does it do? It equates difficult to wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now that person is wrong. And then our brain also will to continue and and now make that danger. So this is a dangerous person. And that is why we want to get away from difficult people. That's why we want to run. Because they're now a danger. Okay. And, And let me just kind of explain just simply why that happens is because when we have that thought, it triggers our amygdala, like, oh, danger. And our amygdala is responsible for processing our emotions and to find things that are perceived as a threat. But the problem is it doesn't do a very good job with it. Okay. Okay. So our amygdala perceives something as a threat, but it might not actually be a threat. Again, like, again, like it, it might not know the difference between a tiger and someone saying a bad thing about you. Okay, that could all be the same to your amygdala, right? And so what happens is your amygdala gets alerted to a danger, a threat, right? Mm -hmm. And then it goes into fight or flight, okay? And that's anxiety. That's, I need to either fight this person or I need to get away from them. It's just completely survival, okay? Okay? And, And fighting them would look like reacting to them um, mirroring their behavior back to them, right? Like they're being difficult. Guess what? You're going to be difficult back if if you react. Um, and then of course, flight would be just leave, avoid, try to not be in their presence. Right. 
And all of these scenarios create you losing your power. Okay, because your power is your ability to choose how you think, feel, and act. And when you go and handle someone who is behaviorally being difficult, and you go through it with your survival brain, the end result will be you lose power. Okay? Okay. So that's why we hate difficult people. Because this whole experience, the fight and flight, the feeling threatened, doing things maybe back to them, and then afterwards we're like, um, I'm not really proud of that. I'm not proud of how I showed up. Right? And so usually it ends with a loss of empowerment, a loss of power. Like, I'm a victim. Okay? But this is what's amazing is you don't have to do that. You don't have to use your survival brain to handle difficult people. Okay. Um, One thing that I really love that I kind of just, I thought of the other day was hard people become a problem for us because we believe people shouldn't be hard. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's like this, this, maybe this belief that we're not even aware that we have that humans shouldn't be human. Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. um, sometimes we judge other people, um, but we don't judge ourselves because we know ourselves deeply. We know we know ourselves more like we know more about ourselves and like and the way our inner workings. But it's easy to just label someone else. Right. So so it's can be a little. We can become a little self-righteous. Right. Because we don't judge ourselves as harshly as, as we judge other people. Okay, and again, that's all coming from your survival brain. But think about that. Think about that. You know, do I really believe that people shouldn't be hard? Do we really believe that? Like, should people sometimes be hard? Am I sometimes hard, Annika? No. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Okay, but some people are. I mean, Mm -hmm. other people are. I'm a little specialer than most people, but I'm never hard. But, like, that's something to think about. Yeah. Right. Because if people are sometimes supposed to be hard, then maybe we don't have to go into this survival um, place when it comes to like dealing with people. Okay. So the other option is instead of reacting with our survival brain, we can actually use our higher brain to choose how we act. So it is possible when you're dealing with someone that maybe you're confused by or you're seeing difficulty that you could choose and keep your power the whole time. And so I'm hoping like in this episode, we can talk about how you can do that. Okay. But I thought it was helpful to just to show if you don't, if you don't choose it, this is what this whole scenario that I just gave you with the labeling that will happen naturally and you will react or you will run. Okay. So if we're just dealing with it and we're dealing with a difficult person, the first thing we're going to do if we don't really process anything is we're just going to kind of mirror them, right? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. We're just going to mirror them. And it's all going to start with the label you gave. And so what is a way we can deal with them where we're not doing that and we're maybe using our higher brain? Okay. So here are some ideas that you can use with that. So higher brain is mindfulness choosing how you want to be, choosing how you want to act, always recognizing that you get to decide how you think, feel, and act at any moment, no matter what the circumstance. And really, a hard, a difficult person is a circumstance. 
And we've talked about it in other episodes, right? It's just your circumstance. Okay. So for example, let's, let's just make up a scenario of a difficult person. You're at work and you're working on a project with another coworker. This coworker is not giving back, right? Like every time you give a suggestion, it's no, that's no, but she's not also not providing any other alternatives, right? It's just being difficult. Just like you, you're starting to feel like I'm stuck. She's making me stuck. Okay. And higher brain could go, no, I always get to choose how I think, feel and act. Okay. So instead of labeling her as being difficult, you could go, I'm having difficulty with what she's, how she's acting. Okay, so what can I do? Like, always bring it back to yourself. Okay. Always bring it back to, I choose how I want to be here. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, the first thing you could do is make an attempt to understand the person. Okay, what, like, so some questions you could ask yourself. Okay? This is what you would do instead of labeling her as difficult. It's like, okay. I wonder, because she's not. Not every human is difficult all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's just acting difficult. So you would say to yourself, like, why, I wonder why she's acting difficult. You could think, you know, if you understand the model and knowing that every feeling comes from a thought, you could say, I wonder what she's thinking to be acting like that or what she's feeling to create these actions. Okay. Okay. You could think, I wonder what's important to her right now. Maybe she has a problem that outside of work that she can't move past. And so she's kind of closed off. Uh, maybe this has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's having a fight with her boyfriend. Maybe she's, her parents are going through a divorce. I mean, maybe there's something different than this, just this project. Yeah. Okay? Because again, our, our survival brain will figure out how it's us. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's her belief system? Does she want to do good on this project? Um, what's driving her to act like this right now? Right. And that would require you to get a little bit of empathy to realize sometimes I'm difficult. Sometimes I'm difficult, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so you could come up with some compassion, some empathy for her, right? Sometimes when I'm having a hard time getting there, like seeing sometimes when we're in a conflict with someone, we, we stop seeing them as another human, just see them as a problem, like almost like a, a thing, a thing, yeah, like a, like, not and and remember that they're a human they're having thoughts and feelings that are behind how they're acting and you've been i mean all of us can go to a place where we've acted similarly where we've been difficult and what were our thoughts and feelings and you can have compassion that she's just in a bad place or she's thinking something that's not serving her yeah we've all done it Mm -hmm. so you can start you if you let yourself and you use your higher brain you can kind of go there and be that's more true. curious instead of judgmental. Okay. So that's something. And I like to think of that like as an explorer. Yeah. Like we become the explorer in, of the situation. Instead of just this judge, like I picture a judge, like in court and the, the gavel, difficult person, you know, slam it down, like final. Mm-hmm. Then instead of that, like I, I picture myself becoming like an explorer. You know, like an anthropologist. Like, I want to figure out this person. Mm-hmm. I want to figure out what's driving their actions. I want to, like, I don't need to change anything. I just want to know what's here. Like a scientist. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then you could even take that, like, hmm, interesting. What is this 
what is happening with me in the situation? And just being on top of like what you're feeling, what it's creating for you. Um, yeah, so becoming an explorer, that's an option. Um, really just trying to figure out what they might be going through. Um, but I think a big one for me is when someone is act acting negatively toward me, I think, gosh, what must they be feeling? Yeah, I feel like that's a good thing to think. Yeah, because... Kind of gets you in their head a little. Yeah, and it also gives you, like, time. Like, you can relate. We've all acted in ways we don't like. Okay, mm -hmm. so if we, if we took in that time when we were acting in a way that we weren't proud of, we could probably 100% of the time trace it back to a negative feeling. Yeah. Whether it be insecurity, sad, um, intimidated. Those are the feelings that are usually behind that kind of behavior. Yeah. So you could be asking yourself, are this person uncomfortable around me? Are they intimidated by me? Are they insecure? Are they shy? Mm -hmm. Which is a label. But are they feeling shy? Um, anyway, so those are some ideas. And, you know, if you think about it, we deal with difficult people in really every aspect of our lives, whether, like you said, with this example, a coworker or someone in your class, a family member, someone you room with, um, you know, it could really be in every aspect of your life. There's a difficult person to deal with. And I think something that could also help is looking at them and seeing what you can maybe learn from how they're acting or learn from them. Um, even if it's just basically you're learning that you don't want to act like that. Yeah. You know, even if it just comes down to that. But you can look at them and you'd be like, okay, what am I learning here? What what how are they, they teaching me about myself? You know? And that instead would... of like being so scared and trying to run away from them, yeah. like kind yeah. of accept that. And I mean, it's way harder <laughs> than it than it sounds. And I'm making it sound easy, but it's super hard to be able to deal with people like this and really accept if they're being maybe mean to you or they're not accepting your ideas like in that example. But I think we have more power if we stop ourselves from trying to do the fight or flight mm -hmm. thing. We shouldn't run from them and we also shouldn't try to like fight them. We should just kind of like accept them. Yeah. I love that because, you know, running from them, right? That would make you the prey and them the predator. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you lose mm -hmm. your power. You're running. Okay. Keep your power and be like, what can I learn here? And I think another, another way for you to go get there is be like, who am I? Who do I want to be even with this difficulty? How do I want to handle the situation? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, 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 and this is my learning experience, right? Like I'm just having a hard time dealing with their behavior. Their behavior is my circumstance. Yeah. Right. And everyone has different beliefs in their life. And one thing I believe is people are in your life for a reason or everything happens for a reason. And That's so if good. you kind of believe that then you're like, okay, well, obviously I'm, they're supposed to be here for a reason. I'm supposed to be kind of learning something from them. So what is it? Mm -hmm. And maybe That's the sooner good. you figure it out, the sooner they get out of your life. <laughs> so That's good. So, so yeah, like we know the alternative is to run and lose mm -hmm. your power. That is why we all struggle with difficult people. That's why this is a part of our podcast, right? But just, it's good to understand. That's why, because we're the prey. Yeah. 
we feel like we have no power. We feel like they we're blaming them for how we think, feel, and act. Yeah. So that is loss of power. So using them as a teacher, how can they be my teacher? Mm-hmm. What can I learn? Not being scared of what they're doing. Their actions are just actions. It's just your circumstance. It's like rain. Yeah. Right? I mean, we're we're obviously not talking about abuse or physical abuse or anything right. like that. We're talking about just difficult people that trigger us. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I love that. I love that. Just yeah. seeing that like I can either run and feel powerless or I can stay here and learn something about myself. Let them be my teacher. Okay. So an- another way to look at it is like, really, what are the facts? Okay. Cause again, someone does something that we don't like, we make a story behind it. And usually the story is they're a real jerk. Yeah. They have no social skills. Um, labels. Mm-hmm. But when someone is doing something that's negative, I promise you that they feel negative and they're thinking negative. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's rarely to do with you. Yeah. Something I remember that you said a while ago to me that a while ago to me that I'm just remembering now is um about the warm laundry thing. Yeah. I don't know if you want to explain that, but I you feel explain like it. Well, you were saying that when someone says something to you instead of getting super defensive if it's something maybe mean or something you don't want to hear you're like oh, don't say that i don't want to hear that um instead of getting defensive or like not listening to them kind of like take it in and act like you're holding a big pile of warm laundry you just got out of the dryer and kind of hold it and feel that warmth and see if it's right or wrong see if well, you yeah, actually like it's like picture yourself mm-hmm. taking all the things that they just said and that's your laundry and folding yeah. it and deciding which ones are yours, which ones you want to keep and look at, which ones you maybe want. Yeah. Because sometimes what someone's saying, even though we don't want to hear it, you could be like, oh, that is kind of true. So instead of just pushing it away, you could take it in and be like, okay, yeah. Like I'm willing maybe to look. You're, at, maybe you're right about this. I'm willing maybe to look to at it. nicer or, you yeah, know. Like I'm willing to look at this mm-hmm. and hold it and decide if this is something either I want to fix. Mm-hmm. Or something I want to like work on, or if it's absolutely just not true about me, I can just throw it away. Exactly. But this is the deal is like when they give it to you, it's now yours. It's when you don't accept it, that it's still theirs and you're still scared of it, right? It's still in their power. Mm -hmm. But when they say these words to you, think of it like they're giving it to you and now it's in your control. Yeah. It's now yours to decide. Number one. Do I want to believe this? Is there something, you know, like, again, like maybe I do want to work on this. Maybe I am doing this. Yeah. Maybe there's some, maybe there's a little bit of truth in what they said. Mm-hmm. Because the second you take it in and it's now in your arms and in your home, it's yours and you get to decide. You have all the power. It's out of their hands. Yeah. And so you get to decide what to do with it. But the resisting of it. No, no, no. Don't hand me that. Don't hand me that. Don't, I don't want to hold that. Yeah. It's still theirs in their power and they can keep bringing it up to you and you're running from it and you're scared. Oh, that's so true. Take it in, fold the laundry, find out what in there you want it, what you want to do with it mm-hmm. and, and see how like it just gives you more and more power. So good. It's, that's it's hard, so much. but it is so good. Yeah. It's hard to do, 
yeah, it's scary when people are telling you something you don't want to hear. You know? Yeah. But it's actually, it doesn't have to be. Especially if you, even if you, if they say something and you're like, yeah, that's true. And I actually don't want to change that about myself. I like that. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like there's so many different Mm -hmm. ways Mm -hmm. you can look at it. But when you actually accept it and you're, you think about it, it's not scary anymore. Yeah. Just do the work with it instead of pushing it away. Now it becomes a stress in your life. Bring it in, fold it up and decide like, okay, this, I folded all this up. I've looked at it and this is definitely about them. Yeah. Right. This has nothing to do with me. Exactly. And then you can let it go. Mm-hmm. You can put the laundry away. And you get all the power. Yeah. You have all the power. Yeah. So I like using the laundry just because it's a visual. It is. And it actually, it's very helpful. Because you can almost like, and if the you warmth, think about it the enough, warmth, you can feel it. Yeah, like the warmth is the, is the part of you, it's that power that you still get to have. Mm-hmm. That warmth is like the piece of being able to let go of it when you're ready to. Yeah. It's not hurting you. Yeah. Someone's words don't hurt you. So just take them in. Find the truth in it. Because if there is truth in it, yay. Because that means you have power to do what you want with it. Yeah. And we're all imperfect and we're all trying to improve. And so pushing it away is like accepting this lie that I don't need to work on myself. I don't need to try to do better. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like lying to yourself because we all know that none of us are perfect. We all have things we can work on. Yeah. So pushing it away and being defensive is just stalling your work. Yeah. This, this person might have been, they might have not done it very nicely, but they are your teacher and showed you something that you can get to work on. Yeah. And then you're further along in your process. So let's say we're dealing with a difficult person and we've been dealing with them for a while. So we're kind of in the middle of our um, survival brain mm-hmm. Reaction. kind of reacting it with mm-hmm. that and dealing with that. How do we kind of stop what that side of our brain's doing and move to a more higher brain side of it okay so and again like also with higher brain would be like another word would be like intentional so how do i leave this scenario where i'm already in my survival brain i'm already feeling the negative feelings with it and i want to be able to decide how i feel would i think like for me my suggestion would be to meditate and to reset leave your thoughts Leave your judgments and the negative feelings that they are creating inside of you. Leave your brain and go to your body. Focus on a sensation in your body for two to five minutes. And, and it literally will reset, give you a break from the negative talk mm-hmm. and judgments, and give yourself a minute to remember you always have a choice. Yeah. You always have a choice. And, and that's happening. You're resetting, but also when you are into a sensation in your body, you are literally sending oxygen to a whole nother region of your brain that's getting prepared to think differently. And it prepares you to actually think differently. I, and think p- more positively. It, it, it create, creates blood flow and oxygen to the other side of your brain that actually prepares your brain to get ready to think differently. It's so it's a big thing. Again, I, I have a mental fitness program where I help people do that, but exercises where you are it helps you prepare your brain to think differently. Yeah. Okay. And then kind of going on with the last question I asked, how do we, we're in the middle of it and we've already dealt with them maybe in a negative way and we've kind of mirrored their personality. We've kind of like gotten into a hole there with them. So now we're kind of like them. How do we get out of that 
when we're already in there. We've already kind of caused problems with that person and we already So it's like you've already handled it. You've the already survival way. handled it the bad way. Okay. So like how do you get out of that? So what I would recommend is to just take some time to yourself where you replay the whole scenario. And if you were being intentional and if you were in a better place, how would you have acted? What could you have done differently? How could have you have looked at them differently? How could have you felt empathy for them? Play it out again the different way. It's still showing your brain a new way. And it's still retraining your brain, even though it's not actually happening. Just playing that little scenario out in your brain a different way mm -hmm. still promotes you to be able to respond that way in the future. So it like teaches you how to do it if yes. it happens again. You're just teaching your brain, oh, this was the other way I could have done that. I love that. So maybe how do we fix it with them as a person? What if we hate how we showed up? Like, how do we, do we just like start acting a different way? And they're like, whoa, what happened to this person? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. You just start acting a different way. You just start the process of intentional thinking and, and how do I keep my power with this person? Okay. Yeah. Remember your power is how you think, feel, and act. And it's tied in with your values, who you want to be. So, you know, again, like when you're dealing with a difficult person who's challenging that and you're thinking that you're going to lose that power and that they're creating how you feel and act, mm -hmm. then you go to like, wait, wait, I, who, how do I want to act here? I am responsible for that. They aren't. Okay. Just to recap and how you can just start noticing more when you're in a survival mode with other people is the way you know is if you're feeling a negative feeling, if you're feeling defensive, if you're feeling powerless, okay, you're in survival mode. Okay. Your brain has made them a thing, not a human. Okay. So you just start by not letting yourself label them. Change the wording to yourself. They are acting difficult. They aren't difficult. They must be feeling difficult, a difficult feeling they're acting you know whatever mm -hmm. just remember don't label them just see that they're feeling something that's creating their action and that usually starts empowering you and then it, and then it starts feeding your intentional brain so i think the first step would be just to not label it's yeah. like we talk don't label yourself try not to label other people because everyone can be difficult sometimes and and again like you know going back to like hard people are, are only a problem when we believe people shouldn't be hard. People should totally be hard. That's life. That's yeah. part of life. It's that we're sometimes hard. So it kind of helps when you just realize that people are supposed to be hard. Thanks for listening to this episode, guys. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to either of us on our Instagrams. They are in the description down below. And have a good rest of your day.